Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa Martinez and this is the Friends with Friends podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one episode at a time. I'm here with my friend Jackie. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I'm the biggest Friends fan and we are moseying along. <laughs> moseying along, but I feel like yeah, last episode was a really great episode. This one was good and the next one is also great too. So we'll talk oh about... My gosh. Episode yes. 112, um, the one with the girl who hits Joey. Season 5, episode 15, and it premiered on February 18, 1999, with 29.3 million viewers. So it was more than last week. It was. Oh, yes. It's, yeah. It was more than the episode that we loved last week. <laughs> and I think it's because we don't see what Ross thinks about it. We see his reaction, but yes. we find out what, how he reacts. So, Jackie, tell us what happens. Yes. So... The last episode, you see him screaming, that's my sister. So we find out, yes, Ross finds out about Chandler and Monica, but he also, uh, and he's also getting situated in his new apartment, but it doesn't go off on the right foot with his neighbors. And then mm-hmm. Chandler gets scared of the ideas that the friends are putting in his head about his relationship with Monica. So, yes, it starts off right away with Ross. Yeah, so, it and it, the thing with this Ross storyline, it was very quick. They... It was a quick mention, you know, he confronts Monica and Chandler and Monica says, hey, Ross, what's up, bro? And she never talks what's like up, that, bro? ever talks <laughs> like that. And, you know, Ross is a little, his emotions are all over the place with this. And yeah. they tell Ross that they love each other and he's happy. But then he yeah. freaks out because he finds out Rachel and Joey knew before he knew. Everybody else knew, yes. And he, he got mad. Everybody else knew. But uh-huh. then... He got happy <laughs> because they knew that they were worried about him. And so he felt like they cared about him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love David Schwimmer. Again, he's so good with his comedic, like, um, timing and his comedic plays, you know, like the one with all the resolutions. You know, it's just, again, he's, like, freaking out. And then he's like, oh, you're worried. He drops his shoulders. You're worried how I'd react. Yeah. Oh. You love each other. Like he, the way he drops his shoulders and his body and his body, like, which is very much into his acting. And I thought that was so good. I just laughing out loud and it was quick, but I just thought it was just a good, quick mention of it. And it was, it was very good the way he did it. David Schwimmer. Yeah, it was totally, I really liked it. So yeah, he, he ends up being okay with it. Mm -hmm. The end of that part. You know, (laughs) his best friend and sister dating. Um, And then you know, another thing that we see in this episode is him dealing with the fact that the handyman in his new building is retiring. I know. And he moved in like five minutes ago and they're asking a hundred dollars to like pitch in for his retirement. I'm like, I am totally team Ross on this because yeah. like if I moved in like five minutes, I just moved in here and then everybody gets mad at him and his neighbors start to not like him because he's just like, just moved in. And it's like, why would you give a hundred dollars when you haven't even been a recipient of this man's work? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that person asking for the money is Willie Garson and he's Stanford in Sex in the City in the movie yes. and the series. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I love that they we have a little mini crossover. And again, Sex and the City was huge at this time. And Sex and the City, like, and Friends, you know, obviously they're way different shows, but I like that they brought him in. They brought in Stanford. <laughs> yeah. So it, Stan or Willie, the Garson, the the he plays the the actor. Mm-hmm. the actor in the show the landlord or whoever he is he doesn't like ross and he kind of 
you know, Ross is sad because nobody likes him. So he decides to throw a party. Yes, with name tags. <laughs> with name tags. So he's wearing two name tags, decorates the whole place. You know, it's a little calm, calm. Nobody shows up. But then he finds out that next door they're having a party for the handyman. And Phoebe's there. Yeah. And Phoebe's there, yes. Howard's retirement party. Yeah, Howard's retirement party. Because Phoebe is there when, um, you know, when when Willie Garson's character asked for Ross's hundred dollars. And so Mm -hmm. it's funny. She's like Mr. President, but um, yeah, so she's there and she ends up going to the party and Phoebe is trying to like play up Ross during this party. So they all stop hating him and it backfires. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a mess. So, I mean, it sucks that he, he walked in on the wrong foot, but also that they were expecting a hundred dollars from him. I know. I totally, I totally get Ross, and but he just goes about it the wrong way, and so does Phoebe. But you know, she tries. She tries her hardest, like you know, trying to say, "Who have you like Ross?" And then Ross raises his hand. It's like you're not supposed to raise your own hand, but you know, like she at least she tried to like play him up, and it didn't really work. But I'm totally, I totally get where Ross is coming from. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know, I mean, it just. It sucks because you want to make a good impression on these people that you're going to be neighbors with so that you can have, you know, friends in your new building. So it's just an unfortunate event that Ross encountered. But also it kind of shows like the money issue with him because we've also seen him being, I wouldn't call him cheap in this episode, but he was cheap in Hmm. in previous episodes. I know. It's like you think about all the stuff that he bought for the party. He could have just contributed to Howard's party. (laughs) That is true, Jackie. That is very true. Very true. Uh And and so moving on to another storyline that that we have going on here is when Joey starts dating Katie, played by Soleil Moon Fry. Punky Brewster. We get to see Punky Brewster. (laughs) Watch Punky Brewster. Um, Yeah. But I never, I never watched it much either, but I know about it. You know, like it's one of those things. I think we were a little too young for it. Yeah. But I know, I know that's Soleil Moon Fry. Like I always remember when I found out her name, I was like, what? Uh-huh. Her name is so, it's so unique and I love it. And, and, but yeah, she is grown up and she's dating Joey. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, she, but here's the thing. She's a very aggressive girlfriend and yeah. she just starts punching uh-huh. Joey. I know. I know. I'm like, okay, why? Would anybody do that though? Like you do it like even now, like even as an adult now, you just like you're funny and you do it, or like you pound somebody, but I would never physically punch somebody. So I thought that was a really quirky character trait of hers. <laughs> yeah. So he just like he's trying to figure out how to break up with her because he can't take it anymore. And I I think he did the right thing, you know? Yeah. And it's just funny how Rachel helped them break up because he was prepared. Yeah you know for a fight he literally prepared yeah. with i forget how many layers of clothing six layers six, six layers, layers of clothing, of clothing yeah. um, to break up with her because he was anticipating the punches yes he was like you know this is what i have to wear to be around her and then and then it turns out you know she was really punching hard and they all made fun of joey for that too like they're all like oh those cute little punches you know it's like oh you know you were baby for like not being able to withstand it but then when rachel gets hit she punches back and then she like stomps on her foot and then you know katie gets mad at joey for not defending her and then katie says like oh i'm gonna walk out that door if you don't defend her and like joey's like doesn't defend her and she walks out the door and then joey gives rachel a big hug because she's like thank you for letting you know breaking up with her for me you know basically (laughs) 
Yeah, basically. Yeah, it was it was good. I, I liked how Rachel took the punches and she didn't care. She punched her back. She punched kicked her, her back. back. <laughs> she totally did. Yeah, and so. and it was good. I'm happy Joey got out of that relationship because man, that was that was not a good it one. Was Moving okay. bruises left. <laughs> yeah, totally. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how Chandler and Monica are having trouble in paradise. No. <laughs> Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. So last episode, we found out, you know, everyone found out that Chandler and Monica were dating, but now they're having a little bit of trouble because Chandler thinks she's obsessed with babies. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So this is the thing, like Chandler is very scaredy cat of relationships Mm -hmm. anyways. And so we've already seen that before. And so um, when they had their first fight, when they went to New Jersey to have like their own special time, you know, so Monica is definitely wearing pants at this point because she knows how to navigate a real relationship and Chandler doesn't. So when all the friends, now that they're in love and it's open and it's out there, they all talk about, okay, you know, like now that you guys are in love, you don't think Monica's thinking about babies and marriage and stuff and, and, and moving in and all that. And Chandler freaks out. And of course he does. And Monica knew that he was going to freak out because the friends were bringing up all those ideas. And so she gets mad at him because she's like, none of this stuff came from me if you don't want to be in a real relationship then don't be in one you know you need to figure it out on your own she can't be his relationship tutor anymore so she gets a little tough love with him and then it all fires back on her (laughs) yeah and I think it I think she needed to be because he it just goes to show how immature he was you know when the trouble when trouble happens he breaks up with people and he we see him try to break not try to break up with monica but in a previous episode they're they're arguing we see chandler say so this is it right like yeah yeah yes it was the one with the jersey when they went to new jersey yes yeah and so she tells him no you know when you have trouble you don't just break up with someone you work through it yeah yeah and at this point she doesn't want to anymore like she's like you figure it out i don't want to be your relationship tutor so chandler what does he do? He's like, okay, let me ask you to marry me. <laughs> yes, that was out of the blue. And just, you know, you see Monica's face, you know, she has both like, hands on her face, doing? on her cheek. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, I can't watch. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, oh my God. <laughs> everyone knew it was a total mistake. No, no, oh, everybody, everybody knew it was a mistake. And like Chandler just doesn't know how to go about it. And so Monica knows that this is a mistake and she doesn't say yes to him. She's like, Chandler, oh boy, oh no, oh no. You know, it's like it's like watching a train wreck. And that's actually what they say. It's like watching a train wreck, you know. Um, and so she obviously tells him no. And it's like, I want you to really think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Monica realizes, oh wait, maybe he does, maybe he's not ready to like 
navigate real relationship on his own. So then she puts the pants back on in the relationship and says, no, this isn't like, I know that, you know, it's going to lead to something else, but it's not like everything that she, none of the stuff came from her. It was all the friends putting it all on her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that she was straight up with him, told him, you know, no, you know, this isn't what you do. You know, this isn't, don't just, don't do this because you feel like you have to do this. It's not the case. So I, yeah, I, I'm glad she did that. Yes. And she was like the logical one because it's totally illogical. It's like, duh, Chandler, you don't just go straight to a proposal because you're in love. You know what I mean? You got to still figure out how to take time to get to know somebody. You know, even when you're starting to date, you still need to take time to get to know somebody. I mean, Vanessa, you were with Caesar for 10 years before you married him. <laughs> a very long time, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, so, everyone moves at different paces too. I know. And that's the thing too. It's like at this point, you know, she's almost 30. That's one of the points that the friends made. You know, she's almost 30. She's going to be thinking about this stuff. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter at what age. I mean, you have these timelines in your head about what time, when you want to like start doing things, but then you meet somebody and it doesn't go that way. And so you have yeah. to kind of maturely realize, Monica, you know, maturely realizes that, you know, she's dating somebody that isn't as experienced in relationships. So she realizes, you know, that, okay, maybe I do need to like help him be a relationship tutor, even though she rejects it at first. But then when the proposal happens, she's like, you're not ready. (laughs) Yeah. So this whole proposal part, that was my favorite line or favorite scene in this whole moment. I think it was also because Rachel's expression. um, (laughs) That was very good. That was my favorite line. Jackie, did you have one? Mine was Ross's reaction. (laughs) The proposal? No, my Ross's reaction in the very beginning of the episode. You were worried about how it make me feel <laughs> like all that. The way that he completely like drops his shoulders, he's freaking out, and then he drops his shoulders, and he freaks out, and he drops his shoulders again. So I, I like that whole thing was Ross's reaction, and he didn't make a big deal of it. He just like was just hilarious the whole the whole way through. Yeah, I thought it was a great reaction, very all over the place from Ross. Very all over the place, <laughs> but it was good. Coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Phoebe plays bad cop and Ross pivots when struggling with his new couch. So if you like this episode, this is not my favorite thing. (laughs) If you like, subscribe, give us five star ratings, and leave nice comments. Yes, leave nice comments. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the next one. This is one of my favorite scenes ever in in Friends. And I know I say that a lot. There's a lot of favorite scenes. But anyways, yes, have that. <laughs> so I'll talk to you about it in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.